0: It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit spotpet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit slash sample policy. Spot pet insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC.
1: Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger.
0: I'm Lindsay Weber.
1: And this is Holly Madison's intro to her podcast. What is it called? Girls Next Level? Girls Next Level. And this is Holly Madison and the introduction of her February 27th episode of Girls Next Level.
0: All right. Welcome back to Girls Next Level, everybody. Bridget, you might have to pull the energy this week because I did not get any sleep a couple nights ago. And I'm still on a sleep deficit and just kind of blah. Okay, what happened? Um, My boyfriend works in the paranormal, and sometimes he brings home different types of energies and stuff. So two nights ago, I just kept getting woke up over and over again by something I cannot explain. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. You, you, that, me. Okay. (laughs) You, that. Okay. Thank you to Kara
1: Berry, who tweeted, Obsessed with Holly Madison, giving a disclaimer at the top of her podcast episode about being tired because her boyfriend brought a ghost home from work and it kept waking her up. <laughs> when she tweeted this, the host of Everyone's Business But Mine podcast, when she tweeted this, and I think you retweeted it from our account, I was sort of like, I believe that maybe 90% of this happened, but it seems like a Twitter exaggeration. No, no. not at all. That's 100% what happened. That's just what happened.
0: No. And, and what's really funny is this. I like that you put this here. Uh, there's a from, from February 2021. Holly Madison yeah. splits with Ghost Adventures star boyfriend Zach Baggins after almost two years of dating. If I recall, he's the guy who owns the original doll, the um, Annabelle doll. The Annabelle. He owns her. I... And you wrote she's either back with him or dating another ghost hunter. Yes. I would say I would put it at a – 10% chance that she's dating another ghost hunter, but I'm pretty sure this means she's back with her, with this guy. Who else would bring back spirits?
1: I think he doesn't own the Annabelle doll. Maybe he did at one point, His but museum. the Annabelle doll is somewhere else. Yeah. There's something There's something complicated. It was like a haunted chest or a haunted closet or a haunted something. Yeah, he's it was so something. rich and so famous. I did not realize the show that he's on, Ghost Hunters, yeah. has been on for like 20 years, basically. You know, like it's just... It's the right. It's just a very, very popular ghost hunting. circle. this show is a really
0: nice this. way to confirm to me. Although that I'm sure the Holly Madison fans already know that they're back together. But for me to know that they're back together,
1: <laughs> me that you okay? <laughs> no, I would be the one who says the go. Am I Holly in this situation?
0: I think I would Holly. you.
1: Am I Holly or am I the other one, Bridget?
0: Oh, no, you mean you'd be the one telling the story, and I'd be like, yes, oh. Yes, that's what I mean. I'd be like, no, yeah, oh, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Creepy. So here we are. And usually I sleep like a brick all night, so. I'm hit miss on how I sleep, but I feel pretty good today, so. Good, because we need some energy. I've, got, I've
2: definitely got energy. So
1: I'm the Holly, you're the Bridget. That makes sense.
2: When Bridget became a girlfriend, she became one of the seven. There were more girlfriends back then. There was a gang of girls waiting to get in the door too. The difference between me and them was that I was here to have fun, not to see what I could get out of it. I guess that showed because here I am and they're not here.
1: Here's something I don't get, and I think this is gonna be a major part of the episode. When I tell you I don't get this, I'm not exaggerating. (laughs) Much like that tweet about the podcast intro, I'm not joking around when I say, I don't know anything about this.
0: but are you shocked by the i want to i want to know from a perspective of somebody who doesn't watch the show are you shocked by the um level of intensity surrounding the um. tabloid like, does it does it shock you or are you almost like
1: – It did shock me until I confirmed with you and Timmy. When you and Timmy very calmly said, no, Bobby, you don't understand. You didn't watch the show. It's the greatest reality show of all time and this is so major. Like, this yeah, is – Yeah, but,
0: okay, even that confirmation, there's a lot of greatest reality shows. There's a lot of amazing reality shows, a lot of reality shows.
1: Mm-hmm. I I'm, still not, I'm not feel really like
0: the excitement behind this and the coverage of this is outsized to the show because – it feels so big that I even think the people who were reporting on it weren't sure how big it would be until it hit. And now it's going crazy. Talk and it also Vanderpump. seems like... We're talking uh, about Vanderpump Rules.
1: <laughs> My other interpretation of this, as someone who kind of has no idea what's going on, is that the ferocity of the coverage and the... The extent to which people were freaking out online makes me believe that this isn't bullshit, too. Like, I feel like VPR viewers know how to see through the bullshit. And I feel like they wouldn't be freaking out if they didn't actually believe that whatever this is, is pretty authentic.
0: I think with this show, and, you know, I could be wrong, but compared to lots of reality TV, there is a little, there is not as much veneer. Mm -hmm. It's quite real. And these people are very much who they say they are on the show, you know? Okay, There's not okay. a lot of and I wanted to talk about this and not actually. It's not just like a real recap. housewives thing. Well, it is, but you know how some real housewives feel realer than others? Sometimes you're like, yes. oh, this is like literally a ruse. I can see the the mechan the mechanization of this show in your actions mm-hmm. versus a show where you're like, oh God, like it's bleeding into <laughs> real life, first of all. But also it just feels, it just feels like this is exactly what we're seeing is what is mostly the reality aside from maybe a few edits, you know, we're missing a few pieces in the middle.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I don't, when I was thinking about how I wanted to like talk to you about this because you have no context, I can explain what happened, but I don't want to recap a TV show Mm -hmm. on this podcast.
1: How do you do that? That's a tricky that's a tricky move.
0: Maybe I will work backwards because what I think is the most interesting thing about this story and I was talking to our friend Kate about this. I was like, how do I back into this and make it interesting without actually talking about a show that you don't watch, meaning you the general you, even if a lot of mm-hmm. listeners watch this show. I think you could do, I think you could do better on a Vanderpump Rules recap podcast because you know what, there are podcasts that specialize in that and like you should go do that. What's interesting to me is that as you know because I think you've actually been to Sir, sexy, unique restaurant. Haven't you?
1: Uh, no. The remember? one I went to was with you. I was at Pump. We went to Pump. pump.
0: Okay, you went. Okay, whatever. You went to one of, and we saw but, them.
1: Some of them were there because you were like, "Oh my god, they're there!" But I don't remember which ones.
0: <laughs> but you, you went to a, you went to a Vanderpump Rules property restaurant. I mean, this is like, yes. we're talking, we're or talking no, went five to restaurants. Or we're talking a pump? We're talking. Uh, no, you didn't. Oh no, you went to Tom Tom.
1: Yeah, I went. This was so long ago it feels like a different
0: Remember, and you were like that's the ugliest restaurant i've ever seen in my life it's the ugliest
1: restaurant i've ever seen and it was crowded and also the you as a fan and the person we were with was a fan you were both pretty confident that you would see them there and you were explaining to me like no you gave me a version what i'm saying is you gave me a version of the spiel you just gave me now then because you were like no these people aren't frauds they're gonna be here like this is their life And I was like, oh, interesting. And I found that, like, genuinely interesting.
0: I also just feel like restaurants as a business are a really hard business and you don't – it is rare to own multiple restaurants and not be at them, weirdly. Like, especially – there are five restaurants in this, like, family of restaurants that are owned by various versions of these people, like, meaning Mm -hmm. combinations like the two Toms, just Lisa, Lisa and her husband, Lisa and Ken, some other guy, da-da-da, but – similar thing and also it's like disneyland so i think the idea is that like when you open a restaurant like this you kind of need to the contract is you kind of need to sometimes be there because people go there like it's disney world you are mickey mouse right yeah and if Mm -hmm. they go and they don't see mickey mouse i don't know like it's kind of a disappointing (laughs) experience or even or donald duck like the waiters that they see in the show are kind of like the lesser characters
1: yeah okay so it's like at least show me goofy
0: at least, like, I have to see Goofy. At least mm-hmm. to show me Goofy. At <laughs> They're least. fucking okay. all Goofy. Okay. So...
1: The only photo that I have of me, like, experiencing a mascotted person at Disneyland, Disney World, when I was, like, six years old, the Disney World in Orlando, is me with... Chippendale Rescue Rangers. You know, like I got like yes. the D team. <laughs> so <laughs> you know? the
0: start? What happened there?
1: <laughs> but it was exciting. I was excited to see Chippendale's re- rescue. What happened? Rangers. Why didn't
0: you meet everyone else? What were, were they I think busy? everything
1: else had a line. I think it was very much like, we got to get going. Come on, come on, come on, come, come on, come on. Get these two. Were just fine, there. just
0: get these, get Chippendale. Chip Chippendale were there. So you have two two of the two of the main characters of this show. Their names are Tom and Tom. Therefore, Tom mm-hmm. Tom, they just mm-hmm. opened a rest, a restaurant slash bar called Schwartz and Sandy's, Okay, okay. With, after the success of Tom Tom and Tom Tom and Schwartz and Sandies are two restaurants, as we just explained to you, that are built off these guys' reputations, and their reputations okay. are built off this reality show. So what's very interesting to me, whether you think all press is good press or not, this is really the definition of if that's true, their reputations determine the success of this business, right? Okay. And not even like, oh, I'm going to just act Whatever in real life, these are reputations that they put in the hands of editors and essentially writers to mm-hmm. write essentially what is a script of what their reputation is that then affects their business. I think that's a very dangerous way to live.
1: You're on the knife's edge, the chef's knife. I think that that's exactly because let's scary. say
0: you when you become a villain on that show, you're you have a restaurant that could flop because of it because people are mad at you or something. Mm-hmm. So I was at the Yelp reviews for poor Schwartz and Sandy's and it's all Yelp is like, this is this is unusual activity alert. Everybody's posting weird shit. And they're posting <laughs> weird shit because what happened was, and now I'll just like briefly tell you. God, there are two Toms, okay? One was married for many, many years um, and just got a divorce.
2: Well, in tonight's episode, Katie explained that after 12 years together and five years of marriage, she asked Tom for a divorce. So Schwartz, we have questions about your relationship and where you guys stand today. Um, Before you went public about your divorce with Post, did everyone in your Bravo crew know what was going on?
0: Yes, like all they, they did. Yes. Yeah,
2: they knew right away. Yes. And they checked in and they were so lovely. Since you both been so open about Katie being the one to initiate the divorce, did you ever feel like the door was open for a reconciliation if you worked out the issues that she flagged? Or didn't, did it seem done from the get-go? In that moment, um, it felt like finality, it felt like a nail in the coffin. I just knew it from her tone, her, the, like the look on their, her face. I just, I felt it in my soul that it was just done.
0: One is has also been in a long relationship for like seven or eight years with this woman named Ariana. The other guy mm-hmm. was married to a girl named Katie. So Tom, Tom one gets a split in their group there's also a guy named James Kennedy he's a dj yeah, familiar. dj james kennedy he said not the pasta it's not, not the pasta. about the pasta it's not about the pasta exactly it ain't
2: about the pasta it's not about the pasta it's not about the
0: pasta it's not about the pasta it was about the pasta and the pasta was coke so <laughs> they So, James Kennedy was, he was engaged to this woman named Raquel. She's also known as Bambi Eyed Bitch. That's important because that's like what Lala, Lala as in Lala him Lala, the other Lala, Mm. Lala Randall Emmett's ex wife. That's, she's part of this too. But we don't even get into her. We have before, but we don't.
1: God, see, it's crazy that I kind of. Overlooked you the do fact know that, a like, lot of these people. That that like Lala and Randall are part of the VPR universe. You know, I, know. I just think of it's them crazy. as sort of like Hollywood nitwits.
0: <laughs> it's crazy. And this is the same show that if you recall back 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 in the day had a huge scandal where there was a cast member that they called the cops on. She was a black woman and mm-hmm. it was yes. ended up being this huge like racist thing that they did to this poor girl and they got kicked off the show. This was Jax and Britney and Kristen Dowdy and Stassi and they're still out,
1: right? They don't. They're not part of this story, right? They're
0: still out. They exist in real life on the periphery, which is even funnier because they're almost like reality show characters whose faces you never see, but are still very much part of the story. But
1: those sort of like despicable villains that we talked about then, they're not part of this drama, right? So that makes this drama a little easier to enjoy.
0: Well. No, but yes, because they are part, one of these toms used to date Kristen Dowdy. So she's is kind of part of it in a way.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: So these two toms are the center of this kind of universe at this point, right? Okay. Because not only okay. are they all still on the show, which is rare, they open they opened their first bar and they are now opening another bar, which is kind of the point of the show, therefore kind of keeping the show in existence because the point of the show is about working at a bar or a restaurant. Because <laughs> Vanderpump Rules is Lisa Vanderpump and the whole show started because they all worked <laughs> at Vanderpump at, at Sur and and Pump and, and whatever. Pump. Okay. So do okay. you understand how that has to be? There has to be kind of a restaurant business at the center, or else the show is askew. Yeah, Last I get it. season, too many of them were in these stable relationships, awful show. Now, over the summer, we are over the whatever, over the break, all of them got broken, all of them broke up, except for. Ariana and Tom. Tom Sandoval, okay? Tom Sandoval, Tom Sandoval, okay. Sandoval, as in Sandy of Schwartz and Sandys. Got Meanwhile, it. Tom Schwartz is newly divorced, so that's really the new drama. Okay. From Raquel? No, 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 from Katie, sorry. From
1: Katie, okay, okay.
0: Raquel is James Kennedy's ex. Okay. But what happens is there are rumors that Raquel, recently single from James Kennedy, and Schwartz, recently s- single from his wife Katie, hook up at Coachella, okay? Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. This is okay. a huge
0: this is huge this is scandalous because you don't hook up within the friend group after your divorce. Like it's just rude, okay? I see. Okay. This reverberates into the show. So now the show is airing, but obviously they shot it six months ago seven months ago I mean go on to the Reddit they know exactly when they shot it but they shot it so the show now what's happening on the show currently is this is this fight between Katie Schwartz's ex-wife mm-hmm. and Raquel who is hook- who is reportedly hooking up with Schwartz help me I don't know what to say
1: do you want to clear up another dating rumor how about the fact that someone on your cast could be a
0: hookup for you is it currently still ongoing is
1: she on this carpet
0: she's on on this carpet
2: Sandy, um, uh, do you want to clear? It <laughs> out? I don't. I I mean, help me, Tom. I, I I don't know. I don't know. You just I, I I don't know. I'm gonna regurgitate what I said about Taylor. Obviously, Raquel is drop dead gorgeous. No, no, no. Um, I
0: didn't even have to say her name. You did.
2: Okay. Um, thank no, you. no, like, yeah. We the, we have like a little. We have like a connection. But that, I think you should watch the season and you'll see how it plays out. But yes, I have me and Raquel. I've gotten much closer. I have like a great appreciation for her. I've gotten to know her. Um, and I've got to see all these different facets of her personality that I didn't know existed. I didn't realize how f- funny, excuse me, how funny Raquel is.
0: Kind of this weird thing where you haven't seen them kiss, but there is a moment where she really drunk Raquel says to Schwartz, can we make out? And he says no. So what got happened it. is, and this is why this is so scandalous, Tom Schwartz is fighting for his life to defend maybe having kissed this woman, right? In the mm-hmm. friend group, Raquel. Okay? Raquel. Turns out this TMZ alert breaks this was a few days ago i Friday. literally gasped i almost like drowned in the pool i was like ah. <laughs> ah. turns out this entire time this is for months we're talking i think it was first it was 6 months now it's 7 months again there's lots of information still leaking out of this and to be fair we are we honestly can't even don't even know the real story I mean, think we know the we know story from different. Yeah, this sources is going to evolve. Friends of, of yeah, and these people don't shut up, so it's just been <laughs> nonstop from all of them. They like, do not shut up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We learn that the other Tom, Tom Sandoval, okay, the one that was in this only steady relationship post this season. Well, Sheena is in one, but you don't need to worry about Sheena. Don't worry about Sheena.
1: Who was his steady relationship with Ariana? Ariana, okay.
0: So th- the second Tom, who's in this steady relationship, we find out this entire time, it's not Sh- Tom Schwartz that's been hooking up with Raquel. It's Tom Sandoval that's been working hooking up with Raquel. So Tom Schwartz oh. has been covering for his friend who's been having an affair. And this is a show oh. where you're seeing- Oh,
1: So the Toms were helping each other out to save their restaurant, kind of.
0: I don't even know what they were trying to do. It was almost like they were trying to save the show because the show got interesting because of this kind of thing. And then also kind of have Tom Sandoval able to have an affair. Okay. This whole thing is so messy. Like I am actually curious what the kind of – what they were thinking. But like what is anyone thinking when they have an affair? It's like – they're idiots. You know, he's like, yeah. they're they're really fucking stupid. But it's just crazy because you're literally watching footage of these guys giving interviews about opening this restaurant. And people are saying, oh, Tom Sandoval, how do you feel about your friend hooking up with Raquel? And he's like, um, you know, just you got to watch it play out on the season. You just got it. And it's like. You are literally, he's covering for you. You know I mean? He's oh, literally that's fascinating. covering. He's throwing himself in front of the bus of his ex wife, Katie, who's yelling at him and yelling at Raquel because you're the one fucking this castmate, essentially. It's a castmate at this point. Wow. I think
2: this was going on during BravoCon, John.
1: Well,
0: they and, said it's been going on for forever. Right, so for six that, that, that months, Bravo six or Con, seven months. Yeah.
2: BravoCon was in October, yes. so there's video that people were posting of Tom and the extras, and 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 I was at that show, and I'm standing there, and Raquel's behind me, and Ariana's in front of me, and you can see how they're both looking at Sandoval. It's it's
0: wild. This oh. is reverberating. Okay. Okay. So so this this breaks open. Everyone's freaking out. The cast members are going insane. Everyone's like, "Told you so" because they're all kind of like, "We knew that Tom Sandoval sucked or whatever." Uh, okay. And everybody calls Tom Sandoval the good guy. "We knew he sucked. We love Ariana. This is fucked up." To be fair, Ariana kind of always gave off gave off more normal person than anyone else, but that's on a scale of not normal to not very, very not normal.
1: Okay. <laughs> Okay,
0: And we don't need to go, we don't need to explain all of these different details of it. You can get into it if you want to. You can go to the Reddit. But what I found was interesting was Tom Sandoval or, I'm sorry, Schwartz and Sandy. Schwartz and Sandy is the restaurant and Tom Sandoval each release one of the worst apology kind of notes app situations I've seen in a long time, especially Tom Sandoval. It's giving like, where's your PR to run by? I'll read it. Hey, I fully understand and deserve your anger and disappointment towards me, but please leave Schwartz and my friends and family out of this situation. Schwartz specifically only found out this very recently and most I how is that possible? And most definitely did not condone my actions. This was a very personal thing. Also Schwartz and Sandy's might have been have my name on it dangerous. Sorry, I'm saying that. Dangerous. But also there are three other partners and 20 employees, especially who rely on the restaurant for income for them and their families. Just like TomTom, I'm a small part of a bigger thing. Please direct your anger towards me and not them. They did nothing wrong. I'm so sorry that my partners, Greg, Brett, and Schwartz and our employees (laughs) have to suffer for my actions. I will be taking a step back and taking a hiatus out of respect for my employees and partners. I need time to address everything else. Sorry for everything. So on one hand, you're kind of like – yeah, like, get a grip. This is a TV show. Leave this actual brick-and-mortar restaurant out of your ire. You know what I mean? Like, going to the Yelp and, like, writing a review that's, like, about a TV show. Like, get a grip on reality. On mm-hmm. the other hand, these people are selling – I kind of am kind. Of, – I'm a little bit like, what well, goes around comes around because you guys are selling this – the premise of this shitty – I'm sorry, this shitty restaurant bar. We've been there. It's awful. Uh, <laughs> Based on the kind of outcome and relevance of this TV show, the whole thing is a snake eating its own tail, right? You, if you, go, uh, Mickey Mouse wouldn't exist without Disneyland. You wouldn't go to m- meet the characters at brunch if you didn't have the whole system, right? Yeah, you wouldn't it's go like there. A- you wouldn't spend money on the eggs, right? You wouldn't exactly. buy breakfast unless you got to meet Goofy. Those eggs are not that good. Sorry. <laughs> Okay. I don't think
1: It's okay to say the eggs aren't that good. I think
0: that's okay. fair. At Disneyland? At Disneyland? Yeah. yeah at Disneyland? So, yeah. Yeah. So I just – it is an interesting kind of moral quandary whether you kind of think it's like this restaurant should flop. Why? Because it's based on the reputations of two people who threw those out the door or they knew what they were getting into because it's a reality show and things can go left very quickly. And is it worth it if the show's still on, but these restaurants are closed?
1: I just think that this is, I don't remember this being such a thing. Well, I think that also the concept of celebrity and like the idea of being a celebrity has been expanded so much over the past like 20 years where like you, the the branding of a celebrity, I mean, like where you aren't just the thing, you aren't just the famous person, you're the restaurant, you're the product, you're the line, you're you're the actual company, whatever, the entity, the producer, whatever. Because this is giving how people like Ellen say you know what you can talk shit about me but don't like boycott my product because it affects all my employees like it's like you're sort of blaming or using capitalism as sort of your your it's defense a cop it's, like, out. it's a cop it's a out very, and
0: I- but it's also a very modernly thought out cop out in that it's like you know, have some sympathy for these people who I pay poorly <laughs> to work yes. for me and make me more money.
1: But it's like I... It, it's you such fucking an, pay them, bitch. It's just such an irritating, like, kind of uniquely modern tragedy yes. where these yes. people get to yes. excuse their behavior by saying, look, if you... If you try yes. to get back at me in the only way you can, aka yes. via your dollars, yes. you were you were hurting people who had nothing to do with this, which is number yes. one true. But yes. number two, God, yes. that's like that's like another accidental benefit to this kind of fame and success because you yes. have all of these people who insulate you from true financial ruin, you know, the 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 people on whose on which whose you, backs you 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 kind of like stand up and you become also, richer and more famous.
0: Here's an argument. My thing is, this is, this is, again, an, another a moral quandary. This guy's a cheater and he sucks. I mm-hmm. want him on my reality show. The yeah. people, yeah. The, the Bravo yeah. mind now, the Bravo Roger mind that's a little bit messed up from having, it's one thing to get kicked off a show because like you're- Literally a racist and like a, and you're you're involved in you this made kind people's of thing. Lives
1: miserable. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's one thing to get kicked off a show because you're literally a good villain. You got to keep these people on the shows. I don't know what you're thinking to ask to get rid of them because they cheer They're cheaters. Have you ever seen reality TV? This is the basis yeah. of a good reality show. That's my one thing. My second thing is like these people are morally bad. They're bad boys, but this has nothing to do with the actual restaurant and how it's run, right? We have no evidence that the they're mistreating anyone at the mm-hmm. restaurant or paying yeah. anyone pro- mm-hmm. or right. But you know what I'm saying? Like I <laughs> I'm not going to Tom, Tom, I'm not going to Schwartz and Sandy's anyways. I, I don't connect <laughs> the restaurant. To their reputations as like che- cheater, cheating men or like – Or mm-hmm. like I'd be like yeah. good at reality show. You know what I mean? Thank you for yeah. giving us – Because any no one can deny that last season was a fucking bore and this show was kind of on its way out. And now it's like revitalized again because of this. This is the best TV you could think of. They extended because the it's... filming of the show for two months to get this. I think they idiots had just behaving like idiots.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Right. So to me it's really hard when that kind of like – TV show judgment is placed upon the person when they're just doing their job and their job is getting you good reality TV. I mm-hmm. guess it's really how much you like how much um how you feel about cheating and kind of the the moral kind of things behind that I don't know you know what I mean I don't like cheaters either but right. I'm like but, to, you like but real- to me you like
1: good reality. <laughs>
0: I love good reality TV and I know when I see it and I'm seeing Andy Cohen get all hype and I'm like, oh my God, he's excited too. That means like we're getting like one of the best seasons again. And Vanderbilt Rules has no reason to be this good anymore. It was, it already had its heyday and yet somehow we're back here.
1: I still get the sense that, you know, you hear the stories about Selling Sunset especially, but Real Housewives too. Um, love and Hip Hop, where, like, these stories are manufactured by teams of writers, either paid for by the networks or by the cast members themselves, where they're like, give yes, me a this, good storyline. This, this feels like it just happened yes. because these people were horny and couldn't control themselves, you know? Well, like, it just feels
0: it. also, you're right, like, this, this much actual reporting feels so, like, it's real, this is real life, you mm-hmm. know, and these are real people. And that's the other thing is the real kind of... Excuse for all this is like, we're not, we're real people, we're not characters. But it's like, yeah. this is one of those shows where I'm not sure there's a huge line. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people did think, oh, sh- the Schwartz and Raquel thing is being drummed up because they are, it's exciting and it keeps the show exciting. But now it's now, it was maybe being drummed up for a completely different, more evil reason. And now I'm like, this is even more devious and I love it. Yeah. How many seasons? 10.
1: It's 10. I was just like, I've been saying this for years. For as many years as the show has been on, people in my life have been telling me to watch it, and I've always said no and every time i'm like oh maybe i will catch up i go to the wikipedia yeah. and remind myself of the number of episodes i have to watch That's 190 a episodes to catch yeah, up yeah
0: it's not it's like if you got like meningitis you could watch <laughs> it or something like it's just like i don't want you like it, I, I i i'm not going to tell you to watch 100 episodes you know thank you but it is but it is like one episodes. of those things where it, this is very exciting for for long for long term yeah. fans and also any if y'all. you have if you're interested at all in terms of the I'm very I, – I feel like as a test case, what happens with these restaurants or especially specifically Tom Thomas and Schwartz and Sandy's will be very, very interesting to me because you're seeing people writing reviews on their Yelp that are like, Raquel is a cockroach. And it's like, okay.
1: <laughs> and Yelp is really damaging to businesses. It can be. So like – It can th- be these very aren't, these damaging. Aren't, these aren't just these sorts of silly comments.
0: Sure. But are you going to Schwartz and Sandy's because – you think the food looks good or that That's true. it got a good review on Yelp or are you going because you've watched Vanderpump Rules you're not yeah. go- the former is like one person out of 1000 people so it's I'm true. not even sure it matters again why I'm interested in this can you sell a pretty bad restaurant slash bar based on a show in which your reputation is as the villain or something we'll see TBD but
1: I suspect the answer is yes <laughs> I do suspect I, I the mean, answer is yes
0: Good vibes, good drinks. I've been there several times with groups of friends. My review is based on my experience at Schwartz and Sandys and not by the private life of the Toms. (laughs) That's so funny. That's so funny. Good vibes,
1: good drinks. Wrote that right after the news broke on March 4th.
0: In true, also in true reality TV form, what I find so funny about this is you have these photos of Ariana Eating McDonald's and giving the finger to the paparazzi. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Incredible. And then you have a guy tweet, I'm, I was with her at that time and they were egging her on. That's the back of my head. It is like watching reality TV, seeing the article written, and then having a guy who was there write a tweet about it. These, it's like we are, we're too close to everything. Everything is just one tweet away from being I was the random person, because these are just random LA people who have <laughs> random LA friends. You know? They're not famous. I mean they're famous but they're not famous. Yeah. We're 45 funny. steps down from Scarlett Johansson. You know, we're one step up from I don't know, your favorite barista. <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
1: I love that Scarlett Johansson is on your mind because of the Nancy Myers said, story. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean
0: <laughs> it. it was not just like I just you said it earlier. You would
1: never you would never have used Scarlett Johansson as a top no. tier them had we not no. just been talking about her because of no. Nancy Myers. I find that funny too. I They're find just, that funny.
0: There's these people aren't that wealthy, therefore their fame level cannot be that 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 high because they don't have the layers of protection that money brings. Mm-hmm. They are just going to McDonald's and flipping the bird, and their friends are some guy I could who would just tweet, "Yeah, I was there."
1: Yeah, and they really and and the way that I interpret it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like never f- they really need this in a way that. More this famous, show is more successful reality stars yes. don't really need it. Like like if Lisa Rinna, if her Real Housewives empire were suddenly crumbling and brought to well, the ground, I think she she'd be okay. She got off the show. She's yeah, off the yeah, show. So she's – oh, I didn't know that. But she's okay because she's like independently wealthy and like she's sure, going to well, be the... fine.
0: The premise of housewives is they're rich when they get there. This is less so modern day, more so back in time. If they don't like do some sort of money laundering, they're f- they are still rich and famous after. The premise of Vanderpump Rules is we all work at a restaurant, so the hustle of all of their like money making schemes is kind of part of it.
1: And that's also what makes it easier to relate to them and like feel like you're closer to them.
0: Unless you're already rich, or the or the show makes you very very rich, there's no being on TV is a real dangerous idea.
1: I think, I think that's fair. I think that's because money really can fair.
0: protect you, and if you don't have it after, and that show is on or over, and they're not paying you enough, or the show ends, you're kind of like not protected from having to like go do a normal job, and then people like are interested in you doing a normal. You, know, it's not fun. That's not fun.
1: Well, I mean, not to right, not to change the subject, but I feel like this segue makes sense, and I could just yeah. like add this to the conversation, or we go. can completely move on. Well. but this lawsuit, Real Housewives of Potomac is getting very like, I'm going to sue you, I'm going to sue you, I'm going to sue you. Well, they're all obsessed with
0: defamation and um, that shit on these shows. They love to be like, I'm going to sue you for slander. And they don't even know what slander definition is.
1: Right. So we have, well, Wendy does. But we have have this headline, Real Housewives of Potomac star Candace Dillard Bassett sued for $2 million for alleging her co-star's husband, Michael Darby, offered to pay a man for oral sex. Michael wasn't at the reunion last night. Like, the husbands came. Michael didn't. Juan didn't. (laughs) although Juan didn't come because Robin said he's at work (laughs) and Andy was like okay sure anyway so wonder why these men don't come yeah but Michael is like I you can't make these claims about me like I'm a businessman like Michael Darby is like pretty disgusting and terrible but Mm -hmm, he's mm -hmm. claiming that this thing that Candace says offhandedly during a show is defamation and now he's like fuck you I'm literally gonna sue you for two million dollars and like this is real you know and Fortunately, I think that Michael Darby is a dirtbag and probably this mm-hmm. suit is completely without merit. But like these mm-hmm. are the risks that these people have to undertake, you know, in order to be in these, especially Bravo, like really tumultuous yes, environments and they're where encouraged people, other rich people elaborate. are going to see you
0: upon rumors that could possibly not be true and say them on television, mm-hmm. therefore possibly slandering or whatever other people. And that's in good faith that everyone's just kind of slandering each other because we're all trying to stay on this reality yeah. TV show.
1: I just think that y- you're ver- you're really right. I think that like that's a really good observation. It's like more so than just ho- Hollywood in general and fame and celebrity in general is high risk, high reward, obviously. But it seems mm-hmm. like an even it seems like an even bigger risk when it's reality TV because it's such, the barrier to entry is so much lower, so it's easier to get on, but it's even mm. harder to get rich, and it's also much easier to have your life completely destroyed. Yes. Like, every single thing about it is yes. easier. Yeah. Fascinating.
0: Best of luck to everyone involved. Can't wait for the Vanderpump Rules reunion. I, I, I cannot get
2: over that this group, it's like they only screw within their own group i never this is a self-feeding ecosystem that has been going it is it is a regenerating ecosystem Mm, that feeds within itself starfish Mm. and it's been going on for years and years even before we met any of them on the show and i've got to give credit where credit is due as we all are so sucked into this group of people, and that is to Lisa herself, Mm -hmm. who saw this group and she was so adamant to us at Bravo at the time as we were developing shows and we were only in early, early Housewives of Beverly Hills. She was coming to us and she said, I have something
1: special. With this group you don't understand. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it.
0: <laughs> what when I sleep to... on other beds, what is there I get else to say mad. is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I my bed. It. I have made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body.
1: Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get, and that's the one I got, and that's the one that I love, and that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it, and now he's on it all the time, and I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Go to helixsleep.com who. That's helixsleep.com who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. It was like 70-something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my Pull case, under out the bed.
0: your linens, sweeties. The lin- It's time. For- it's linen season, honey. Oh,
1: oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life.
0: Not only am I pulling out my linen Tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses. I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen.
1: I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like ooh, and it's warm ooh. it's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months which is sort of where I want my bedding to be somewhere mm-hmm. in the
0: middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry and so much more and you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands by partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to you. I hate
1: middlemen. I hate middlemen. And Quince
0: only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it.
1: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, T.N. Tran, and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. Of, kind you of. You are. A little you are.
0: bit. You are. You are.
1: The Kids Choice Awards happened the same night as the Indie Spirit Awards. I I would put those at the dying. same level. Actually, I think more people when probably I...
0: watch the Kids Choice Awards, <laughs> well, no?
1: That's Oh, that's almost certainly okay. true. I feel like there's almost no way the Indie Spirit Awards that's got more viewers I'm than the Kids Saying. Choice Awards. The winners were really funny too. So I'm just going to read some choice winners from the Kids Choice Awards. Favorite female and and I'm it's hysterical to me that like Deadline and Variety, these these reputable <laughs> entertainment Publications have to report on this like with equal vigor Mm -hmm. uh, 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 of as like Mm -hmm. the Indie Spirit Award. So they're like (laughs) favorite favorite female TV star kids Olivia Rodrigo, favorite male TV star kids Joshua Bassett, and then they have the kids and family as distinctions because they're two different categories. Favorite female TV star family Jenna Ortega, favorite male TV star family Finn Wolfhard, and then favorite. Social music star, Bella Porch. Favorite female creator, Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah. Favorite social media family, Ninja Kids TV. Yeah. And then randomly it just goes, favorite female sports star, Serena Williams. Yeah,
0: this is... <laughs> some of these categories are newer than others, as you can tell. I don't think favorite social media family has been one until like this year or last year. They gave Optimus Prime a Lifetime Achievement Award. Optimus Prime, a, a fictional machine,
1: a fictional sentient machine won a Lifetime Achievement Award. Just funny that like... Our Lifetime Achievement Award winners over the past few months, now that award season is like really fully here and honestly almost over, have been like Eddie Murphy at the Golden Globes, Sally Field at the SAGs, Optimus Prime yeah. at the Kids' Joys Awards. My man, Optimus Prime. Yeah. Thank you
2: all. I am honored to accept this Lifetime Achievement Award on this special night. Let this award seal the bond between humans, Maximals, and Autobots as we fight together to protect the planet. This is Optimus Prime signing off. Kids' Choice Awards,
1: roll out. Maybe all three of them are as influential as the other. When you think about it, maybe maybe Optimus Prime (laughs) has had quite an impact.
0: Okay, I wrote a game based on the fact that the Wikipedia for the Kids Choice Awards has keep has kept track of who has been slimed every single year at the Kids Choice Awards, <laughs> which I love. It's like who won, who hosted, who got slimed. So I was like, that is the funniest thing is that I know who got slimed. So I'm gonna I wrote a few questions about years and I'm gonna see if you can guess who got slimed. Okay. First of all, I want you to guess, do you know what's in slime? Do you know what the ingredients are in slime? Can you guess? There are one, two, three, and there are four ingredients in traditional Nickelodeon slime. Can you name them?
1: Isn't one of them literally like dish soap? No, is soap <sighs> okay, one of them? Okay, there's they?
0: it's edible, so there's no soap.
1: Oh, um, uh, vegetable oil. No, vegetable oil. No, sugar. No, corn syrup.
0: Guess a little bit more like funky. Why is that? Not? Oh,
1: food green food coloring. That's correct. That's one. Um,
0: that is one. You have one out of four. Think of just a food like, foods. Pudding. pudding? Vanilla jello, vanilla pudding, number two.
1: Vanilla pudding green food coloring.
0: What's something think of two other textures? What's something that can make it a little bit lumpy? Y- yogurt? No. Tapioca? Closer.
1: Lumpy goopy.
0: One is lumpy, sweet goopy, and one goopy, is just lumpy. Lump. And they're both foods for children that they love to eat for breakfast. Okay. The third is applesauce. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the fourth is a little oatmeal. <laughs>
1: Wait, I was going to say oatmeal because of the clues, but it didn't make any sense. Vanilla pudding, applesauce, a...
0: green food coloring, a little oatmeal. Disgusting. That's
1: not what slime is. Why does it look so smooth? Did they blend it?
0: But that means the slime is like yummy. Like I would eat all those things mixed together. Okay. In 1992 Kids' Choice Awards, which actor from Home Improvement was not slimed? Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Zachary Ty Bryan, Taryn Noah Smith, or Wilson? I forget who plays Wilson.
1: Um, I would say Wilson. No, I would say Tara Noah Smith wasn't. No, that's
0: incorrect. Wilson was not slimed. All the boys were slimed.
1: Wilson was not slimed. Oh. Okay. All three
0: boys were slimed. In 1997, Pongo from 101 Dalmatians beat Flipper and Sassy and Chance from Homeward Bound for Favorite Animal Star. The host won Favorite Movie Actress for her role as Old Golly, and she was also slimed. Who was it?
1: The host was the w- w- a role in, as Old Golly. Mm-hmm.
0: And she was also slimed. Who was it? (laughs) I have no idea. Come on. Um,
1: um, Jolie Richardson. No, she
0: hosted (sighs) this award show so many times. It was Rosie O'Donnell. In 1998, Hansen won the most awards of the night. Super Mario 64 won Favorite Video Game. And Tia and Tamara were inducted into the Hall of Fame.
1: (laughs) Wait, what's the question?
0: And the winner of Favorite Singer got slimed. Who was it?
1: The Year of Hansen.
0: Here's a hint. In 1998, there was a big movie called Godzilla, and this person, like, was major on the soundtrack. Puffed out. Yes, that's correct. He got slimed. In 2000, Ben Savage and Ryder Strong won Favorite TV Friends, beating Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, and Lisa Kudrow God. from Friends, Mulder and Scully from The X-Files, and Buffy and Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wait, what's the category?
1: Fav- favorite Friends? Yeah, Buffy
0: and <laughs> Angel were nominated for Favorite Friends, which is insane. Mulder and
1: Scully are just Favorite Friends? Favorite Friends.
0: friends. <laughs> but don't worry, they lost. They were just nominated. Smash Mouth won Favorite Band, Pokemon Yellow okay. Special Pikachu Edition won Favorite Game, and the most oh, awarded man that Night also got slimed. Who was it?
1: The most awarded man.
0: Here, I'll give you a hint. Man. It's not the. It it wouldn't be the last time he'd make a splash at an award show.
1: Oh, Will Smith. That's correct. Oh my God. That's correct.
0: Okay. In 2004, (laughs) Kangaroo Jack won Best Fart in a movie, beating (gasps) Good Boy, Daddy Daycare, and Finding Nemo. Hugh Jackman won Mm -hmm. Best Burp, and these twins got slimed. Who? The uh, the, uh,
1: the 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 Sprouses? No, other twins.
0: Mary-Kate and Ashley? That's correct.
1: OK, great. In
0: 2008, Rihanna presented Favorite TV Show with this 2023 Oscar-nominated actor while carrying an umbrella. He asked why she had one, and then he got slimed. Who was it?
1: Colin Farrell. No. Bill <laughs> um, uh, uh Come on.
0: Come on. Uh, oh, you got this. Uh, Austin
1: Butler? No,
0: who was? Come on. Austin Butler was not even born then. Who Wait, was famous it, it, in 2008 it, also?
1: An Oscar-nominated actor of yes. this year?
0: Yes. He's having a comeback because he was famous in 2008. Come on. Oh, Brad Fraser. Yes, of Razor. that's correct. In the year 2000, Alvin and the Chipmunk: The Squeakquel won favorite movie. Taylor Lautner and Kristen Stewart beat both Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart and Barack and Michelle Obama for cutest couple. <laughs>
1: What year? That's not the year 2000. 2010,
0: 2010. Oh, okay. Miley Cyrus was slimed when she won Favorite Movie Actress, but another pop star presented the award to her and was slimed by accident too. The force of the slime also caused this woman to, foul, to fall down. Who was it?
1: Wait, that's not Katy Perry, is it? That's
0: that? Katy Perry. She fell down. Oh, it was
1: Katy Perry, okay. <laughs> It's like, okay, I've seen that. That's, a, that's like that's like still viral. I thought you video. would. Okay. In
0: 2013, Josh Dumal was the host. There also was a favorite app winner, Jesus. and it was Temple Run. Two singers performed their duet, Feel This Moment, and one slimed the other. Who slimed whom?
1: What did they do? They sang a they song. Performed they performed a they song duetted.
0: called Feel This Moment, and one slimed the other. Who slimed <laughs> whom? This
1: we'll, is a good quiz. I don't know that song.
0: I just want to feel this moment.
2: Mr. Worldwide, Christina Aguilera.
0: Okay, here's the Uh, hint.
1: uh, The only people I can think of are like Pink and the guy from Fun.
0: Okay, not even close. It's Christina Aguilera and Pitbull. Who slimed who?
1: (laughs) Okay, Christina definitely slimed Pitbull. That's correct. Okay. In
0: In 2016, this girl group won Favorite Music Group and also got slimed. Who?
1: In 2016?
0: Yeah, your some of your faves.
1: Oh, pussycat dolls. No. Nope. Oh, no, uh, no, I'm not a, no, I'm a harmonizer. It's, a, it's yes. Fifth Harmony. It's Fifth Harmony. Yeah. I forgot I'm a harmonizer. <laughs> Checking my wallet, my card's still there.
0: In, <laughs> In 2017, Jojo Siwa beat Maddie B and Jacob Sartorius for favorite viral music artists. There was an award called Hashtag Squad, and one Chris won favorite movie actor, a different Chris won favorite butt kicker, a fully different Chris presented a preview for Wonder Woman, and a final different Chris got slimed. Which Chris got slimed? You have to go through each one and figure Wait, out so which Chris.
1: There was a you said there was a you said a Chris one movie actor and a Chris one favorite uh, butt a kicker. Chris presented Wonder Woman. That's yes. Chris. Pine, so he's not slimed. I would say I would say Chris Pratt won favorite actor. Is that fair?
0: No. So, 2017. Uh, so, Chris Hemsworth,
1: so Chris Hemsworth won favorite actor. Correct.
0: Then. Which Chris won favorite butt kicker?
1: Were the Guardians of the Gal yeah, Guardians. So Chris Pratt won favorite butt kicker?
0: No. There's
1: another So Chris Evans one favorite butt kicker. So Chris Pratt got slime. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm the funny one. Okay, that makes sense. Because it was 2017,
0: <laughs> so we were still kind yeah. of. Figuring he was still transitioning. Out. Okay. He was
1: transitioning from the funny one to the ass kicker. Got
0: okay. It. Last night, 2023's Kid Choice Awards. Optimus Prime Jesus. won a Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> Ninja Kids TV won Favorite Social Media Family. Sweetest Pie won Favorite Musical Collaboration. And a record 14 plus people got slimed at the Kids Choice Awards. Name one.
1: One of the people who got slimed. Well, I saw the photo of BB Rexa. So BB okay, Rexa. Okay, that's correct.
0: Okay, that's <laughs> correct.
1: This is a great quiz. Thanks. I feel like I know so much about the Kids' Choice Awards. Do you? How do we segue to Sarah Ferguson? I, I don't, don't know. I I didn't realize she had the dogs.
0: There's a Fergie exclusive in Hello. And it's kind of amazing because, first of all, did not realize she was on her second lo- romance novel. Her second historical, historical fiction romance, fiction. romance fiction. novel. It's called A Most Intriguing Lady. And she is also taking care of the, cor- the corgis. So
1: when the queen died... Mm-hmm. The Corgis went under her care. Mm-hmm. and their names are Muick and Sandy. They adopted them. And she says the Corgis are very nice and polite and well trained. I am their favorite, but everyone says it's everyone says it's just because I feed them gravy bones. I love everything about them, and I spoil them the most. <laughs> i love I love Fergie's relationship with the press. It's still, it's so vivid. It's
0: amazing. It's, it's, been, it's been an up and down process, but I think she came out on top. Ah, oh,
2: Sarah, my love. Hello, Billy. <laughs> Darling. Hello, Billy. I really like uh, the way you speak, Billy. Darling, I am dying to speak the entire time like this because I just think that we would be great friends if we were sort of running around, you know, having fun. I am coming to see King Charles officially coronated. What am I in for? Imagine the Queen was on the throne for seventy-two years, and now suddenly we've never seen a coronation. Well, I haven't because I'm sixty-three, so young. So I
0: think it's going. To, you're going to have a great time, Billy. But of course, the invitations haven't gone out yet, so I don't know if I'm going to be there because you know, because she's out here no, like she totally did. She's, she's out here out. writing historical fiction novels. You know, she's out here like a working author.
1: I feel like she really, she really weathered the storm of being the butt of the joke and being ridiculed for so long, and now she's just kind of like. At an even hum. Fucking Doing
0: Julian it. Fellows called it a tale of daring determination set against the glamorous heights, the harsh restrictions of aristocratic society in the middle years of the British 19th century.
1: To be be fair, I think Julian Fellows would call the Gilded Age a tale of daring and determination. And guess what? It is. I can't wait for that (laughs) show.
0: We need that show back. We need that show back. Is that show actually coming back? Bring that show back. Yes, they filmed it. Where's
1: evidence evidence that that show was filmed?
0: filmed, They filmed. They were filming it. They
1: filmed that show in like a gigantic green painted airport hangar. You know, like they don't film it. It's not like you can run into Che Diaz on the street. Like, we're not running into the gummer girlie on the street. If if you were able to run into into the the gummer girlie in the room,
0: I'd be at the street. (laughs) I'd be on the street.
2: This is a turning point in history, Mrs. Russell. But are we headed in the right direction? We don't have a choice in the matter, Mr. McAllister. We must go where history takes us.
0: Another person who says they're leaving Hollywood but isn't is Isaiah Washington from Grey's Anatomy. Who never forget him. He was kicked off that show because he called a castmate a slur, and mm-hmm. he wrote this long tweet. Which I don't know. I did what- not
1: know you could tweet this long. I guess this is the Twitter Blue thing. I'm gonna read the whole thing. Yeah, okay, no, I read have to it. read the whole thing. Okay. It's it's so funny, and it's the, the the worst thing Elon Musk has ever done to Twitter is allow long tweets because then we won't see Notes app apologies anymore. It is with a heavy heart and a sense of relief that I am announcing my early retirement from the entertainment industry today. Those who have been following slash witnessing my journey on here on Twitter since 2011 all know that I have fought the good fight, but it seems the haters, provocateurs, and the useful idiots have won. This is... This has truly celebrity punctuation disease. This entire thing is like random caps, random periods, random... Like, it's just like the weird, most weirdly written thing ever. I'm no longer interested in the back and forth regarding a, quote, color construct that keeps us human beings divided, nor am I interested in politics or anything vitriolic. I will be traveling this great country before it falls into socialism and then communism. Until then, know that this Frederick Douglass conservative will keep his powder dry and loves you all. I am truly grateful for your support over the years. It looks like Corsicana, hashtag Corsicana movie, may be the last time you see me as an actor born here in America. Just know that I will be posting posting a few pictures of my retirement shenanigans here and there. But until then, be safe out there. Your loved ones love you and need you. Salute. And then the next day, he launches a GoFundMe for another movie that he wants to make.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny, and I kind it's like, wont wah, wah, he posted this GoFundMe because he wants to make a movie about this guy, Bass Reeves, who was the original Lone Ranger, or like who Lone yes. Ranger was originally
1: based on. The Lone Ranger as this like... Inspiring white man as revisionist history, right? Like it's a, this, it's like fully racist black whitewashing of history.
0: Deputy in the U.S. Yes. Marshal, the West of the Mississippi. Okay.
1: And so he played this character in this movie, Corsicana, that came out this past year. And he's like, I want to make another one that's just about Bass Reeves because the story of Bass Reeves is interesting.
0: I'm googling Bass Reeves. Like, has anyone made this before? And literally, listen to this. This is like a very funny. Like, he's trying to raise money. Meanwhile, so Taylor Sheridan, the actor, writer, producer, director behind Yellowstone and other gargantuan hints will soon begin shooting a Yellowstone spinoff called 1883, The Bass Reeves Story starring David Oyelowo. David Oyelowo. How funny is that? So like, sorry, Isaiah Washington. This, you're late.
1: <laughs> you're late. And also it's yeah, just beating like, beating David oh God, and it's, Taylor. It's so tragic that you can't, you can't beat Taylor Sheridan like sorry. top of TV right now. And David Oyelowo who is like an actual like Oscar buzzy, prestige actor. Like it's it's almost it's almost depressing. Mm -hmm. But he really put his foot in it with his uh Grey's Anatomy firing. So I was like, I went to the INDB for the movie Corsicana that he's promoting on Twitter and I was like, what is this? And one of the top photos on the Corsicana INDB is this like awards banner, the social awards banner that says winner of Best Western at the Cannes World Film Festival. And I was like excuse me <laughs> what is the can this is not the Cannes film Festival that I'm aware of an actor like producer director created this new film festival called the can world Film Festival and it's like the holiest thing I've ever seen in my life the award is not the palm door the golden palm it's a golden f- lightning bug wait what is she it's a Why does golden she tits? I wrote the sound she has huge tits. It's a golden... God, I wrote it down Firefly. and I can't find what she's called. Golden Firefly. And the and the creator of this but why uh, does she have award huge show, her boobs. name is Carolina Bomba. She has huge boobs, huge wings, and she's golden and she's the longest legs, the longest, slimmest pins you've ever seen in your life. And she's holding a star. And the star is made out of glow-in-the-dark plastic.
0: Wait, so literally this is just so you get confused when it says, oh, I want a can. I, I'm at a exactly. can. It's like, oh, no, I'm at the Can World Film Festival, not at the Can yes. Film Festival.
1: Yes. Also based in can, but scammy. not scammy,
0: scammy, 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 scammy.
1: Anyway, Jerry O'Connell took a flight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> TMZ... I was laughing at this. I
1: would flip if he sat next to me. TMZ exclusive, Jerry
0: O'Connell, landing a gig at Southwest, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. When the plane touched down, the Pictionary host was in no rush to leave, spending time chatting with some passengers slash fans, taking photos. And then he got the ultimate flying experience. As folks were getting off the plane, Jerry chatted up the flight crew, and that's when the captain asked Jerry if he'd like to see the cockpit. The way that Jerry O'Connell is like a 14-year-old an 8 to 14-year-old boy. You know what I mean? It's unbelievable, this man. I mean, he wanted to take, got a picture in the cockpit?
1: He is perpetually his character from Stand By Me. (laughs) Everyone sees him as that kid. God, what's his name in Stand By Me? I don't know. Vern? Vern? The funniest thing is, I'm sorry, Timmy
0: had the joke of a lifetime. He wrote, Finally, a successful pilot for Jerry. (laughs) timmy timmy <laughs> timmy wait i missed
1: that yeah. that's so it's really funny funny that's so funny i gotta say this this other photo that he posted where he's trying to read colleen hoover oh on a plane but someone's manspreading. this is the most he orchestrated this this he or he told that person to spread their legs we could take a photo i'm just trying to read my coho what am i to do in this situation All right katie price says speaking of big boobs
0: no, I just was cracking up this Katie Price shows off her biggest ever boobs in Skimpy Pink Bikini while sunbathing in Thailand after sharing cryptic posts about being single and mid-split from Carl Woods. I'm just laughing at biggest ever. What's the what are we comparing to
1: Well, what I think is these are these are literally backgrid stock photos that she posed for. I think she must have actually gotten cer like she must have gotten them enhanced and then they know that. Oh, I
0: don't care about that. I just – I've never seen boobs described as biggest ever, ever of all time, or just biggest she's ever had.
1: Her biggest ever. Oh, no, these aren't the biggest of all time. They're just bigger than – I mean, and not to – have you clicked the link? Because they are – they're, like, (gasps) notably bigger than they've ever been before. Katie
0: Price (laughs) showcases huge boobs as leotard stretches to the max. (laughs) God, that's – Barbie (laughs) girl, Katie Price shows off biggest ever boob job in barely there leotard and calls herself Barbie – after split. But
1: biggest ever. It's her biggest ever, not world's biggest ever.
0: I got that, but it's just like it's really assuming a lot of institutional knowledge about Katie Price's boobs and how big they've ever been. Well,
1: if you're reading if you're reading the Daily Mail, I think you have I think you have more knowledge about Katie Price's boobs than the average. I person, actually do know a lot Joe. about Katie Price's
0: boobs. Um speaking of things yeah. you pay for, Northwest filmed a TikTok with Ice Spice that almost that literally looked like Kim sent Ice Spice like a Venmo for a hundred dollars and said, like, please no. come babysit and take some TikToks with it, my children. It was
1: you know, You know, it was like an official wire transfer. It's like, I will be transferring (laughs) $1.3 million to your checking account. (laughs) Last four digits this. Ms. Spice, if you show up like on this date. This is, I hope, I hope iSpice, who is quickly becoming more and more famous every single day. I hope that she got paid so much for this. I hope they negotiated. Because this is, it's cool for her. It's cool for Kim. It makes Kim look cool. But it's uh, also just, just by, like kind by of funny. All,
0: all the jokes were like, oh, but, she showed up like a, almost like a party clown. You know, they're like, she's here to entertain. Like, here she goes.
1: Exactly. Which is why I hope that, I hope that she got paid so much because it's so, it's so weird. And that house in general, the aesthetics of that house are already so like bare and strange. And like you are on a stage, like you are performing. So it's like so weird but north one loved said it, that so. north
0: got mad at her and said i hate your ugly house and i was like yeah she's right <laughs> moving on sophia grace gave birth and i died <laughs> baby's born
1: the baby's born i uh, I, I have to i have to walk into the river yeah <laughs> okay beckham watch
0: Love this tweet. One follower, no dad. At one follower, no dad. Sophia posted these uh, pics of of Nic- Nicola Peltz that she posted and said, posting photos of yourself because your husband's birthday is tomorrow is truly genius. Wow. It, truly. I mean, it's literally a photo of them together and then three photos of her separate splayed out <laughs> on the bed. <laughs> She's mother. I know. Whatever.
2: I am your mother. I am your mother. You, listen you listen to me.
0: She
1: is so funny. I love her so
0: Much Nicola Peltz, okay? A big Beckham birthday. Brooklyn celebrates 24 by heading out in Paris with wife Nicola Peltz and his family, dot, 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 as fans question if the feud is really over. What feud? The
1: feud between Nicola between Nicola and uh, Victoria. It's not over. Nicola Peltz's fans question if, quote, feud with mother-in-law Victoria Beckham is really over as she posts cryptic TikTok video a day after their union.
0: Victoria Beckham leads the sweet (laughs) birthday messages for son Brooklyn's 24th. How is he only 24? While father David shares cute throwback snap as the family are finally reunited in Paris after squashing that Nicola Peltz feud.
1: Brooklyn Beckham puts on cozy display with wife Nicola Peltz after reconciling with his mother Victoria at her PFW show after that feud.
0: Quote, well, I couldn't do it without you. Victoria Beckham poses with her family at her PFW show as she finally gets Nicola Peltz in one of her dresses after that wedding gown feud.
1: <laughs> they will not stop, but we can stop. <laughs> Cheekily grabbing button, Mexico, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, even though they've been, I think, fired by ABC they're Ridiculous. having a good old time they they've been in Mexico shit. for like six months at this point and every time the camera's out TJ grabs Amy's ass they don't you care know, about like being fired because it.
0: guess what they're fucking moving on Avril Lavigne and a designer were holding hands at Paris Fashion Week this is bullshit who cares moving on Kaylee Cuoco and boyfriend Tom Pelfrey adopt a new rescue dog before baby's arrival we did a thing again
1: this is kind of genius on her part because I think people kind of pounced on this story because they thought that it was maybe she gave birth finally but it's like no she just adopted a dog but we're gonna cover it as though she gave birth to a human and it worked
0: larsa pippen is claiming she's in love with marcus jordan i don't know about this she's in
1: this to win this i know it's for the show this
0: is for the long run i've seen that show it is chaotic
1: it's real housewives of miami and when this was first announced it was very clear that it was just gonna be for the show but like she's in it to win it
0: Mm -hmm. love that that's so strange tiktok stars taylor and soph are married inside their time who are these people who are they they're
1: youtubers they're extremely christian youtubers so there's like but this is what actually made me want to click on the story because tiktok stars taylor and soph are married inside their timeless south carolina wedding taylor watts and sophia hill who got engaged in november 2022 half of their youtube videos are about why did we get married so quickly exchanged vows saturday at a sprawling tree farm in front of 250 guests including some of their youtube subscribers they made a sort of contest for some of their youtube subscribers no so that the winners would be able to come to their wedding yeah great way to get murdered it's Mm -hmm. not it's not referenced anywhere like Later in the piece, it never says how many YouTube subscribers came. In their videos, they never announced the winners. I hate don't that. know who these people were going to be. Hate I don't that. know who these subscribers are, but they were there.
0: I hate that. This is great. Lily Pons got married, but what's really interesting is who attended the wedding because it's like a fucking A-list kind of star-studded Miami wedding, even though Lily Pons, I would argue, like, no one knows is who that who. is. She's definitely yep. a who. She was in. She's an influencer, and she married a Puerto Rican singer, I think. Her bridesmaids included... Anita, only like one of the That's biggest crazy. world pop stars right now. Anita, Paris Hilton, Hannah Stocking, Kimberly Loisada, Nicole Garcia, as well as Isidore Figueroa and Isabel Grutman. That's Dave Grutman's wife, I'm pretty sure. Dave Grutman's like the king of Miami. Yeah. His uh no 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 other celebrities and in attendance included Nati, Natasha Becky G Camila Cabello Steve Aoki Diplo Logan Paul uh, Tana Mo- Mojo uh, Winnie Harlow Winnie Harlow Jonathan Cheban Montana of Nat- Tucker and more. This is like. A hugely star-studded to be. wedding.
1: That's a for Lele, for Lele Pons's Lele Pons, wedding. Yeah, who? That's why she's though. now
0: like a singer. She's she's like now a musician, but she was originally like a Vine star. Weirdly, that's crazy. Very strange. That's crazy. I do think this is very much like Miami social scene, like it just feels like it just feels
1: more fun than Los Angeles and less stuffy so people are more willing to like I think so be Overlap. seen with less right so it's <laughs> not like there doesn't Pons seem wedding. to be that breakup that there's not that distinct border between who's and them's it's like no we're all, we're all in Miami like this is much more fun and social and cool you don't think it's interesting that Matthew Lawrence revealed that he's trying to have kids no. with TLC's Chili and then he broke silence on Cheryl Burke divorce and no. Us Weekly actually no. uh, he broke the silence on Entertainment Tonight let's do Rita
2: what was she wearing Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know All about the number one who Lindsay, Bobby, tell us now What's Rita Ora up to? Who oh, is this woman?
0: Um,
1: She flashes her washboard abs in a plunging black crop top as she poses for a slew of sizzling studio snaps after setting her alarm for Nightmare 4.56 a.m. <laughs> <a>. start. <laughs> Nightmare 4.56 a.m. start. And it's She's because of an Instagram for story. the
0: 3 It's the countdown to ro 3 baby. I
1: can't wait. I can't
0: wait. Okay.
1: In an interview, she talked about how she owns her masters because Prince told her that. And that is something that she doesn't bring up often, mm-hmm. but like Rita Ora occasionally flexing by saying Prince was one of my mentors is like always kind of a fun surprise because and you she know does it every once in a while. And you
0: know that when he died, she was in that email box. She was at the top of the email yep, box. Yep, she was. All she know. was there. She's not wrong. She was there. She's not lying. It's Dua Lipper. Dua Lipa spotted kissing Rita Ora's ex, Romain Gavray, at Paris Fashion Week. Dua Lipper, And then the photo Did they have the is photo? like, literally like Bigfoot. It's like, okay, best of luck. <laughs> it's Bigfoot It says Dua photo. 27
1: was seen, was seen, quote, Kissing French filmmaker okay, Romain Gabral sure, 41 for backstage.
0: Mm-hmm. But her viral micro mini skirt featured an optical illusion waistband, okay?
1: Did you see what the optical illusion was? Yeah, I was that like, like, that's like not an optical illusion. Under a skirt or whatever. It makes it look like there are a lot of layers, but really it's just one layer. Incredible. And I was like, that's just called stripes. Um, <laughs> and
0: that's really it. Uh, she wore a skirt, and that's honestly what she did.
1: I was a little underwhelmed by Rita this week, but it does seem like
0: she's in the studio. We're getting RO three. When we get RO oh no. It's the end for us.
1: It's R over for us, it's you R- know.
0: R- it's R over. <laughs>
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619 WhoThem to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Who's there? Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. Can I get over that pilot joke? As I said, support us on Patreon.com slash Who Weekly for bonus episodes every Sunday. Discord server, commentary tracks, a lot more. You can also get the audio only in the Apple Podcast app. Just click subscribe, and we'll see you on Friday. Bye.
0: Bye if you're getting to the very end of the episodes and you're not a patreon subscriber like i don't know what to tell you i just feel like you're missing out on some of our best stuff our best lols and some of our most interesting conversations okay
1: Oh, did you see this This clip I put in the doc? So this movie is just, it's getting traditional movie press, which is, you know, good for that. Nice nice job. What but movie? OMG, getting punked. Ashton Kutcher likes a splash of orange juice in his coffee. And, and I was like, okay, I got to read this. I'm not big on creamers. I don't like creamers. So he's not a grunge guy. <gasps> no I grunge. usually drink black coffee. This is my, That's go-to. my go-to. But occasionally I like light roast black coffee. And one of the things about light roast black coffee is that it has citrus notes in it. It's the acidity that sort of gives it this brightness when you're drinking coffee. If I ever have a medium roast coffee coffee and I'm like, ah, I would really prefer this to be a little more light roast. I take a splash, not very much, of orange juice and it brightens up the coffee and it gives it a little bit of sweetness. He's telling this to Kelly Clarkson, okay?
0: Well, I'm sorry. The Us Weekly, it says he told the Breakaway Songstress for you. (laughs) They gave her name and a song that she sang.
1: So he's telling this to Kelly Clarkson and I will probably play the clip here. Are you
0: going to try did you Are you going to try this
1: I don't have I never keep orange juice in the house But I will try it I'll try it before I don't the next either day I It's so much record. sugar My mom's a big My mom drinks a glass of orange juice Every uh, morning And so every time I'm there uh, Orange juice Orange juice Orange juice Orange
0: juice It's very no. It's programmed She can't help it It's literally what they were told it, to do Boomers it, <laughs> were told to drink orange juice It's not their fault <laughs> It's they were so literally true. told to drink orange juice. And then we It's so true. We were told orange juice had so much sugar in it. So then we were programmed out of orange juice, which is unfortunate because a lot of juice is good even though it does have sugar. Mm-hmm. You just don't need to drink like Tropicana every day. Like you just yeah. don't. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Anyways.
1: This write up is so funny. So instead of playing the clip, which I'll play after, I want to read the Us Weekly write up. So after he explains putting nice. a splash of orange juice and brightens up the coffee, it gives it a little bit of sweetness. Yeah, I got it. They write. Clarkson was skeptical, telling her guests that the idea "quote sounds gross," <laughs> but she <laughs> promised she'd try it on his bath. Nice. That's the most Kelly Clarkson response. Sounds that sounds gross.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds gross. She's—I pro- mean, she's very loose. She's very—she's uh, very off the cuff.
1: I like light roast black coffee. And one of the things about light roast black coffee is that it has citrus notes in it. And it's one of the things that make, it's the acidity that sort of gives it a brightness when you're drinking coffee. Okay, And so it doesn't get that burnt sense about it. So if I ever have like a medium roast coffee and I'm like, Uh, I really would prefer this be a little bit more light roast. I take just a splash. Not very much a Splash of orange juice and it brightens up the coffee and gives it a little bit of sweetness
0: I'm gonna try this. I don't like um, a bunch of stuff in mine either It's just a splash. Don't go
1: overboard if you go overboard it gets all sorts of not fun Yeah, it sounds
0: gross, but I'm gonna try it.
1: Give it a go. It's really stupid that we've never uh, Signed up for tickets for that because they shoot it on Long Island, don't they?
0: I have no Kelly idea. Clarkson? There's no way they shoot on Long Island. Long Island? I'm sorry. She's she going to Long Island every day? It's probably on the west side.
1: Which one do they shoot on Long Island? They shoot one of them on Long Island. I don't know. Uh, maybe they shoot Drew on Long Island.
0: Where do they shoot Kelly Clarkson? Oh my God, I, will we... What's
1: that website? One Iota?
0: It says the Universal Studios lot. That's wrong. They moved it to the East Coast. Okay. That was okay. before they okay, moved
1: right, to the right, East Coast. Right. The Drew Barrymore show was shot in on, on New York. All That's right. it. That's okay. it. Okay.
0: Okay. All the Kelly Clarkson information is old.
1: It's completely crazy that we've never tried to sign up for tickets. So we should do that, and I'll do that. But we always. Soon. This is
0: this is Bobby. I'm not. I'm not trying to read you to filth. But like, you will like go through this whole thing where you get so excited about us signing up for tickets, and then we'll get the tickets, and then you will act like it is pulling teeth to have to go to the show. And I honestly is. can't. Right. So I. So I don't want to do that again. <laughs> if you you don't really want to go to this, I'm sorry.
1: What I don't want to do is wait in a line. The tickets don't guarantee admission. I want real tickets. Kelly
0: shot in LA. Universal City, California. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I do want to see Drew. You have to wait in line no matter what, though. That's the problem. There's no... I don't mind
1: waiting in line if I know that I'm going to get a seat, but the problem with some of these open tickets is that you wait in line, and then if it fills up, then you... Remember, we did it for Wendy Williams, and then they were like, out of space, and we had to leave. We waited in a long line, and then they said, we're all full up, bye, go home. I
0: mean, we had a we had an in, and that was a whole thing, but we missed out. Ugh. Don't ask. It was a whole thing. That we wasn't our fault. We
1: fucked up. We fucked um,
0: up. I don't really care, but I'm just telling you, sorry that I know you, and what you do is you'll get excited mm-hmm. about this, and then the day of, I'll have to hear complaining, and I don't want to hear mm-hmm. it, because I don't want to go that badly to hear you complain, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's <laughs>
0: true. Sorry.
1: I don't want to complain. Let's talk about something good. The Super Bowl show was absolutely not what we expected apart from it being really good.